Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Nats from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, and Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jesse. What's going on? What's going on with you guys? Obviously Ugh. in another location, another place in this world, amazing <laughs> world. Where are, where are you at? Uh, we are in uh, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Um, yeah, didn't have to work on, you know, like getting dirty today. So uh, it's hot. It's uh, It's been a long couple of days as we've been making our way towards Bantam. Wow, Bantam, Bantam, Bantam. That's like, so what are the actual dates for Bantam? Uh Dates? I don't know dates. <laughs> uh, Friday, just this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, so if you're listening to this on Thursday, yeah, 24 hours to get out there to ban them. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 11th through the 13th. 11th through, through the 13th. See, there you go. That's why you have her along. That's right. exactly why. Good for something. She is good for everything that you don't and have to do. And talking to mechanics. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let's tell us that story, which also oh, is up here. That, that same story appears in episode. Uh, we'll put a link in the in the yeah. show notes. That wasn't that so, many weeks ago, was it? Yeah, no, no it was like a month ago, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. So it turns out that uh, this is my best guess, of course, um, that from the Jeeps getting wider on the CTI trailer, you know, last month we lost a wheel and tire due to the lug nuts uh, breaking off the hub assembly. And that was the rear passenger tire. So this is on the side of the, the trailer that has the removable fender. And, uh, you know, we replaced that hub assembly. It's been fine. Everything was great. Um, I got to tell you, right now, the roads in Colorado uh, through the mountain passes on the interstates are horrible. They're in the worst worst shape that i've ever seen and uh it was it was just a rough rough ride getting out of colorado so we left sunday morning and um i knew that we had some jobber shops to make so we were kind of trying to to uh give ourselves a little bit of room it's only about a three and a half day drive to to pennsylvania so only oh yeah only. just you know a few days and um so trying to do something productive right so we got into, we got over, uh, we got through Vail Pass, we got through uh, Johnson Tunnel, which is the other half of the Eisenhower Tunnel, and we're dropping down into Denver, 
and uh, little kids were driving by the side of the Jeep and I thought they were waving and they're like, they're doing, they're doing like this and, and what? making fun. And then finally the one kid was just like pointing at me and pointing back. I was the looking back. He goes, what is it? And I'm like, it's swaying, but it's not swaying back. So at that point I looked back and I could see on the driver's side, the driver rear tire um, was just, it had just come <laughs> apart. Oh no. And, uh, Okay, not a big deal, but we are on I-70 dropping down into Denver on a Sunday, which is it, it literally from Georgetown, which is an hour and a half from the traffic will back up there all the way into town. So we pulled over to the side of the road the best we could, um, which was literally like two, two and a half feet off the interstate to give me enough room. You know what's cool about the CTI trailer, though? And, uh, you know, we've never had to do this in the past, but I've always in my head, this was my plan, is if I ever got a flat, you know, it's got built-in jack stands. So literally you can just throw two jacks on the on the regular the regular connections, crank the thing up and lift the tires off the ground. So nice. literally we yeah, we were um, you know, we were on the traffic side, just barely pulled off the road, but we were able to swap that tire out in probably, I don't know, twenty minutes, if wow. if that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it yeah. was, by the way, that it actually did the work. Hot. It was smoking. It was so hot. Mm. That was our biggest challenge was. Yeah, we couldn't touch hot. it. Everything was just really hot. So anyways, we, we swapped the tire out, looked at everything else. Everything else was fine and proceeded to make our way through Denver. Um, we got all the way through Denver and I, I wanted to check the, the lug nuts again. And so we stopped on the other side of Denver, heading out I-76, because we were going to work our way up to Nebraska. Um, pulled over at a little little pull-off spot uh, and, and checked everything. Everything was fine. Like I, the lug nuts were, everything was was great. Looked at all the other tires and off we went. So <laughs> we were. Try, I was trying to do a lot on Sunday. I was trying to get to into Nebraska and uh, had made reservations at a at a at a Holiday Inn Express or something in Ogallala. Ogalala. 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 So everything was fine. We um we we didn't stop. I got fuel one more time and uh we were we pulled into Ogalala at I don't know, it was eight o'clock at night or something and and uh I nothing nothing was nothing felt weird. They were doing a lot of construction through Nebraska, but no big deal. Um literally walked around to the other side of the trailer as we were getting our luggage out and the other the front passenger wheel and tire were gone <laughs> just gone just, just gone, gone. it's okay thieves work very mysteriously just stolen just marking stolen stolen while you were driving somebody stole it from you right yeah and they cut <laughs> all the dang lug nuts off, or the well how else are they gonna steal again? the darn thing just cut the right. lug nuts break a window cut the lug nuts you know they're lucky you didn't steal the whole trailer buddy right yeah they could have just cut there. the straps in the jeep and drove off with it Wow. So, so the whole thing was gone. You didn't even notice. Nope. Wait, who who sits on the passenger side? <laughs> That's I okay. Didn't feel it either. I, you know, it is weird that 2020, I mean, we have had incredible, incredible luck with these trailers. I remember in 14 going cross country and seeing posts by friends of ours out there, you know, guys who guys like John Capo having blown out wheels on the side of the I'm thinking. 
wow, we've been really fortunate in all these yeah. years yep. not having these. And then I had the problem with mine beginning of the year on the way to EGS, right? Um, I didn't have to do any of the work myself because, you know, I got people. But um, I had a problem with mine. You've had two problems this year. This is, is kind of weird. I've never lost a, a, a tire on this trailer up until last month. Um, I never had a blowout. Right. Um, I, you know, I run really good stuff. Our friends at Milestar take care of us. Um, those are Steel Pro 14-ply tires. They're, they're beasts for tires. And we've just never had any issues at all. You got, you got uh, what, like 160,000 miles in that thing or something? Uh, yeah. Over the, I mean, think about that. We've been dragging it around. I've been having it for, what, six years? And yeah. I've never had a blowout. Yeah. Um, and like, now... What is it about 2021? Do we hate people or something? Are we, did, we, uh, did we wake up I, on the I'm wrong side of the bed? What, what did I do? Did I make somebody mad? Um, well, it's obviously know. us because I had it too. But it was like, maybe I started... I'm sorry. I will take the blame. I started the trend for the year. Yeah, right. I obviously, I obviously, by having the blowout, mistreating the trailer the way I did, just driving it off last minute, requiring somebody else to do the work because, you know, I could. Um, I set a tone, and the great trailer gods are punishing us. So Sometimes. I apologize. It's all, it's, I will, uh, it's, I it's will on that, me. I, I got to say, the, um, the folks in, uh, well, all across the country, I mean, yesterday was a day of, of uh, unfortunate circumstance and i had friends texting and messages coming in what what help we needed where they people could meet us for parts if we needed um uh, you know i uh, our friends at milestar um you know martin ended up finding some inventory of some tires and had two tires shipped and then i found out this morning he shipped four new tires wow to Chicago. So we're just outside of Chicago now. Um, you know, the folks in Agalala, they, Agalala. Agalala. Um, <laughs> they, they bless their hearts. They, they, they did everything they possibly could to try and help, but it's just an availability issue mm. and um, trying to find small stuff. If I, if we were in a semi trailer, they could have, yeah, they would have rebuilt the thing. Um, but trying to find a smaller, you know, a light, lighter weight commercial trailer, car hauler. Um, I needed a hub assembly that literally they just could not find. Not even wheel studs. There's not a lot of auto parts places in Ogallala. Um, I mean, it was, it was very, it, we were down about six and a half hours um, mm-hmm. searching for parts. Wow. And, uh, and, what and a kink that puts into your plans. I thought that's the worst part. It's one thing to have a uh, something that happened, but that you, when you leave, when you go on a trip, I don't care if you're going wheeling or what, but you leave, you got a plan. Yeah. And I just, I mean, what a, what a terrible kink that put in your guys' plan. Well, and you know, I, I always do a pretty, I always give us that, that room in case. I just, I never, you know, in my world, we can replace anything in three or four hours max. Like that's bad stuff. Like if I had to go rent another truck or something, we'd get there. It's not that big a deal. But in this case, it was such a specific thing. Knock on wood. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was, uh, again, a shout out to everybody that that reached out and a huge shout out to, to Martin for getting us. And so... So now, you know, so I have a a shredded spare um, that will replace the rubber on it with, I have 
three, well, two used tires on the trailer that we'll replace uh, tomorrow. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just difficult. You know, when we're traveling across country and we do have a set schedule, now to go to a, find a shop that's willing. This, this shop yesterday, this diesel repair shop, they dropped everything they were doing to help us out. And that's very rare. Everybody is so busy. It, it to, doesn't seem to be that rare when you have Jesse with you. It, well, this is true. That, that, that's what was, happened in the last shop, right? Like everybody stopped what they were doing and came and helped you when Jesse walked in? She was asleep. I was not asleep. <laughs> Oh, no, I was at the hotel. Oh. I was getting ready. He's like, I'm gonna go hunt some parts because it was not. It was not even. Oh, a month. she oh, was wow. up. She was up. But I did leave her at the hotel because it was bugging me. So like that, they were, that, that, that all the mechanics weren't working and they're watching her. That was bugging you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was bugging me that I needed to get it worked on and I was worried mm. and it was hot. So yeah. I left the hotel. Um, I disconnected. I, I left. I left the hotel at 7:30 trying to go hit up shops. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then she joined us later and then I couldn't get the mechanics to do any work because they were too busy <laughs> talking to her. So I had to get greasy. <laughs> oh, I, got greasy. Gre- I touched it. You touched it. <laughs> I touched it. I got greasy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I touched your grease monkey. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm having too many of these. So, so I don't yeah. know. This is a Kirkland uh, cold brewed coffee, Columbia. Uh, now I don't know if we if I've shared this yet, but no. we recently put six um, small mini fridges into our break room oh, that no. are stocked completely with everything from Coke to Pepsi to Gatorade to cold brew coffees to my Zevias, um, which I like wow. to drink. Um, to I mean, it's just it's stocked full every night. Uh, it gets restocked, and every day they get to go through and and, and uh, enjoy themselves. And it's these little things, right? So little things that make uh, the difference when you have happy employees. That especially in this time when we just had a a meeting with our FedEx rep, and you know it's like their their hardest part is is getting people to want to work. I yeah. mean, quite frankly, it's what they're having to offer to get people to just sort boxes for. Well, and that's I mean, again, we're we're only. Um, you know, we're only two and a half days from Colorado. We're, we're in Illinois and everywhere we go, help wanted. Yeah. Uh, every hotel, every. every restaurant, every gas station, every, every place, help wanted, help wanted, yeah. help wanted. Um, yeah, it, it's crazy. And there's plenty of people out there to work. It's just that they haven't, they've been incentivized not to work. It's kind of right. funny how that works. Even yeah. mechan- well, mechanics, like we're trying to hire a mechanic for the R&D department. This is a specialized mechanic, right? It's not one for Cloakworks. It's somebody to help in R&D, um, specifically to uh, put on test fit, all that kind of stuff, and work in the R&D area. So work directly with the engineers. Uh, we can't get people because all the mechanics right now in the area. In fact, this I mean, we've gone through every possible channel. Even guys newly graduated out of like UTI or something are being swept up by the Bay Area, right? Like they're commuting out to the Bay Area and getting Bay Area dollars um, because mechanics are super, super hard to get right now. It's kind of, it's it's because uh, the guys that aren't very good, well, they're just staying home. <laughs> getting, yeah, right. Getting the stimulus right. checks. So. You know, it is, it's very interesting. It's such a, um, I don't know. I don't know when we, when you see the other side of it. Uh, and, and it's the, really the delays that we all see, whether it's in manufacturing or even food and those kind of things. 
this the 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 lack of people goes deep so in the production of of sending out raw materials or getting that truck to deliver your food to your restaurant it's not the help staff it's not that the people can't serve us it's the people can't even get the food to us to serve right so that is the biggest challenge because you have to have truck drivers truck drivers are in short supply and it's amazing excuse me it's amazing absolutely how the chain of events that is occurring to try to get something from a to b just yeah is, and is... It, we were seeing again you know we didn't see this going to florida but um this week all of a sudden i'm i'm looking at hotels you know because i never usually i don't i don't book multiple days going across mm-hmm. the country because we don't know how far we're going to get but we're seeing again people everything's full we checked in here and it was one of the last rooms I could get in this area. And we're actually wow. at Hampton Inn tonight. The, the, um, the Holiday Inn Express and the Best Western are right across the street, booked, full. This isn't a place where it's a tourism. These are all people traveling. Traveling through. So I meant to qu- ask you, Holiday Inn Express, do you feel any smarter the next day? Just... No, but I can always just say, well, you know, last night I slept at Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, that makes you, I can give you a certificate too. I feel weird saying that in a Hampton Inn. Hampton Inn. Do you feel like you're in the Hamptons? No, I'm in the. <laughs> so, right, so, so we thought for a great idea. So the truck and trailer are parked right outside the windows in the pool area, uh-huh. and I thought, well, we'll do the we'll do the podcast from the pool section, and I'll turn the laptop towards. Well, number one, so you have to make an appointment to be in the pool area. Because nice. it's only one group at a time for an hour. So we're in Two the people pool make area. A group. There's another group coming in at 7. Of course, it's it's 6.15 here. So um, <laughs> so we got 45 minutes to wrap this one up. I, yeah, it's I know we're going to talk about for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's well, just you know, let, we can't go to the pool. You know, just, yeah. Can't do it. Well, it, it has been exciting. Actually, I was saying before, I was going to tell a story about like, I got really, really, really close to wheeling the other day. Really close. Like, it's been hard. I actually... Say, <laughs> oh, you would think. You would think. <laughs> but mall crawling for me is the minivan with the kids. Okay? So, yeah. just saying. I got it. I got it lifted a little bit. And, um, but no, we, we, we actually, I went up. Uh, you guys are all familiar with Cantina for the Con. Yeah. Right? So Cantina for the Con obviously didn't happen last year, and it, they've been trying to kind of revitalize it, and it was it was having some struggles the last couple of years. Well, it's it's back, but now it's back at Rob's Resort. Now Rob's Resort is also known as a Crystal Basin Mountain Resort, which was then known as Rob's Resort before. This is a uh, there's a guy named C.J. Craig. I always remember him, C.J. Craig. We go way way back in history. Um, there was the thread, the one that we refer to sometimes in Metal Cloak as the thread. And it was a thread that occurred on JK owners where there was a big debate going back and forth about how Metal Cloak shouldn't be making suspension parts because they just do body armor, right? Well, there were some guys in there that were stirring the pot for our benefit, right? Obviously, people were going in there just trying to stir the pot and keep it going, right? Now that, that that thread is huge. This is one of the guys. Um, he, his name is Craig and he owns this Rob's resort resort, incredibly talented guy. He does all the work out there himself. I mean, the welding, the building and everything. but he, over the years, he has built Rob's resort into this incredible camping area. So I went up there, which is actually on ice house road. 
and it's not too far from when you do the turnoff uh, to head up to Loon Lake. Um, and you, there's no sign for it. You just see this little thing that says rods, and you just got to pull off. But it has this, it's a private area. They do concerts every other weekend. They have like little mini um, concert events. They have people that, that have their RVs up there that are permanent residents essentially throughout the summer which I'm thinking about throwing mine up there because it's such a peaceful area. It's right. 150, 150 acres, big field, so professionally done. Um, everything's all new and modern there, trails that they've cut through the the, the woods back there. So, um, But we went up there to talk about the Cantina for the Con. And so I was invited to go up and join the Rubicon Trail Foundation for a, to look at what the layout is and what we're going to be doing. We're going to have the CTI trailer up there. Um, we'll have oh, nice. several of our brands up there. Adventure Rack Systems, Cloakworks will be there in display, and the CTI trailer will be there, which is the first time the CTI trailer has been out for a Cantina for the Con. So this will be Labor Day weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So it should be a lot of fun. But I, it felt great just driving up the road. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, Modern Jeeper out there, probably shattering the image, but I haven't even been up the road in, in forever. It's right? been a long time. It's been, it's like, well, gosh, I guess. Because we don't even yeah. camp up there. It's been since the Rubicon Trail. It's like 2019. It's sad. It's sad. Now, thankfully, I have people around here that support us because, like, you know, Will and everybody else wheels in this building, but, but, but me. Well, somebody's got somebody's got to run the ship. You know, we 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 talked about that uh, last week. I think when we were in well, when when we were in Moab, we had that conversation a lot about where's where's, where's Scott, Madsen? where's Madsen? How come they don't come out? Well. You know, at, at the end of the day, somebody's got to ship the parts out the door and make sure that that happens. So, well, thank you, thank you. I think that's my excuse. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> coffee. It's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I am excited because I am excited. After all this time, wheels and other stuff are going on to the Gladiator cool. this week. So it's nice. going to be finally done. Yeah, it's that's it. It, but it, it, but it's it was just great to be up there. It was oh, great for to sure. be up there, great to be up and, and be that close to the trail and not turn around and just go drive the trail. Mm-hmm. And I took the gladiator up there with, you know, but I was like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, I need to go home. <laughs> but, no, I need to go home. Ah, good times. Yes. I think what sure. I'm going to do, because we're looking for property, I think I'm going to like put a rock obstacle in my like um, somewhere on my 10 acres. Just so I can go. go out there and stretch my legs and tell everybody, yeah, I went wheeling. Like yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a poser rock art. Right, right. Now, going you're gonna up. need practice after sitting around for a year. Dude, I'm gonna need so much. I, I need to practice to drive these days. You, know, <laughs> you should go to Skills Day. I heard yes, that's um, I heard a pretty good great. event. Yeah, yeah. One day they might have it again. Yeah. I, I rode my bicycle for the first time like in forever. I rode around the block with one of my kids uh, on my bicycle. I mean, like I'd pull. I'd have put air in the tires because it was so sad <laughs> craig asked me a question because he said he had been out wheeling i'm like no and this is again this is a guy who's just like talented they have an electronics company he's built his rigs he builds his own i mean the guy just has so much freaking uh, ability right and uh, and i hugely admire that in people I, that's why I, I i admire that in you guys because you're, you're hands-on right and you make the time to do it remember we talked about like i can do it but I never make the time to make it a priority so I don't do it. So, but he does. And he asked questions. So what, what are your other hobbies? I was like, blank, raising kids. Like, well, no, what, are, what, what are your hobbies? What do you guys do? Raising kids. 
I camped in the backyard with my kids on Saturday. <laughs> raising kids. <laughs> raising yeah. kids. That's my hobby right now. You know, it That's- is it is odd that uh, when we got home from – well, after we got back from Florida and then even before Moab, and then we did Moab and then got home again, um, I, I I needed a couple of days to not think about Jeep because and, – and I ended up working on some Jeep boxes in my garage – um, but it is interesting that, that, um, we become very, very focused and very driven. You know, I, I still, I still enjoy taking pictures. I still enjoy hiking and all that stuff. And I, 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 I we, we've gotten so busy and it is, uh, it is Jeeps 24 seven. And that, that's not that healthy. There has to be a balance. There has to be variety. So I've got a new solution for you. Instead of Jeeps 24-7, as of yesterday, as of last night, it's Ram 24-7, baby. I did see that. Yeah. Oh, Fine. Lock and load. <laughs> Jeremy Rowan calls me right away. Hey, what about this uh, lock and load Ram system? So, yeah, the Ram lock and load finally went live. Um, and it is, you know, part of the delay was just, material solutions right because we have a yep. couple different vendors that were providing some things like the pucks that we decided to use and we said well can't get it from them so we'll find another solution so we found other solutions this is the no shock edition that was released so you can use your whatever shock you want to run uh bilstein fox whatever you get your hands on obviously we're not doing fox right now because it's really kind of hard to get your hands on them but right. um but it's just it is a great kit. I mean, and the, so and if and, somebody if somebody was wanting to buy the kit, then they would be looking for a shock that was for a four inch lift, essentially, correct? Yeah, it's a well, it's a four and a half inch lift. So it okay. is a four and a half inch lift. So they're essentially you're looking at we're gonna have some recommendations, different part numbers and stuff. Uh, I know Jeremy runs the Bilstein on his on his uh, thirty five hundred and loves them. So we're going to check out Bill Steen mm-hmm. part numbers, Fox part mm-hmm. numbers, and we'll put some recommendations on the website as well. I already blew one of my shocks, apparently. So I don't know. <laughs> so the we're, stock, stock ones. The stock, stock ones. Well, mine came with the Bill Steins on my ramp. Yeah, so. they came with uh, them. But so, one no. was leaking. I don't know how that happened. but Well, and these are the ones, the ones he's running because he has a ready lift um, leveling kit on his 3500. Right. And it was the ones that came with that kit, apparently. From what I understand, gotcha. so I don't know, but um, but so we're looking at different options. Uh, what we will recommend on the site here in the next couple of days, and then on Monday, you should see our second kit, which is actually this is our lock and load kit, full radius arm kit that went live, and then we're going to have our fixed radius arm kit that will go live uh, in a in a few more days. Gotcha. So then it's just going to expand from there. So the website's starting to get updated. You can see other different things and other well, and for our followers and for our, our people are, are paying attention. Um, the picture that Jesse put up on her page <laughs> was the static arms. That is not the lock and load arms. Right. These were the static arms. And let me tell you, those things are massive. They're beefy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure y'all got a bunch of phone calls because I got bombarded after posting them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, so it's great having that. We have a lot of other stuff in the works, things coming down the pike, but that was just fun to get that out because uh, it's yes. been a long time coming. And everything with the world of COVID and all the world, like I said, things got delayed and then they got retested and then they got delayed. And you, when, you, when you change something as simple as a fixture for the for the coils, right? <clears throat> after you've designed everything around these other polyurethane bucks, but you can't get the polyurethane bucks. So you do something Mm -hmm. different. You have to retest everything. So we don't want to just say, Oh, here's a quick fix. And Oh, we're going to release it. 
It's like, right. no, no, no. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let's go in the beginning. Let's go to the, you know, test it properly and make sure that this new system works the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. It drives great. So when great. do I need to drop my RAM off at Cloakworks? Uh, you know, I'd love to see you anytime <laughs> you want to be out here, darling. <laughs> you can leave, Jesse, can, or, uh, you know, you can come on out and Corey can stay home. It's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, obviously that's. To work, so. Right. No, I'll that's. Be the, I'll be the interim mechanic for y'all. Inter there you go. See, there you go. Uh, you know, we also released our, our Patriot built, uh, went live and Saw Patriot that. built. Yeah. So we did a little thing on that and it was a little, it's the whole idea of just something new little product we're testing, but it's got this cool for all of our listeners out there. It's called a nice rack. Obviously we have a play on the words there. And I think we talked about it last week, but it holds wood. It's a cool little product intern made it. It's going to be available everywhere. Uh, unlike our stuff, it'll probably be available like, you know, all over the world. Um, just a fun little thing. And we might just do a metal cloak version. Gold zinc anyone? Huh. Interesting. So, eh, who knows? Well, that know, would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Corey will have it out in his property. There yeah. you go. You you have you have do you use cut wood? I mean, what do you have? Do you have gas stove? Do you have a fireplace? Pellet. We have we have a pellet stove for heating, and then I have a regular wood stove, a small wood stove mm. in the in the bedroom. Um, and then we have a big fire pit, of course, outside that's just just whatever i can find to burn nice whatever yeah. you can find to burn yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay out of your garage <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just just right don't get mad at anything don't just start burning no. stuff no 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 <laughs> sorry my mind is going elsewhere uh <clears throat> so you're off to to Bantam. Bantam. How, how many years have you been doing Bantam now? This will be maybe three or four. Four. And four. for our listeners, what is Bantam like? Bantam is a, so it's called the Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival, and it really is a celebration of all things Jeep. Um, and it's 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 a, a lot of flat fenders, a lot of historical Jeeps, a lot of um, a lot of mud. So it seems like every year I've gone, it's rained. And we were looking at the forecast, and it looks like it's going to oh, rain again. It's going to rain. So um, the obstacle course becomes kind of a main attraction out there. This year, we will not be near the obstacle course. We're actually going to be up in a show and shine area is, I think, where they're going to put us. So it's a, it's a great event. And they, they do a Jeep parade and kind of a, a sh not really a show and shine, but it's kind of a show in downtown Butler, which is huge. I, I never, right. I, the first year I went to Bantam, um, I went to the show and did that and I didn't go downtown and people talked about this parade and I was like, yeah, it's really not my thing. And I think we had another event on the other side that was quick. So I, I left. And then the next year I went downtown and was like, Oh, I had no idea where they put, you know, literally a couple thousand Jeeps on their main street, line both sides of it. And it's a big walking tour of Jeeps on display. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's very impressive. Um, and if you don't if you even if you don't go out to the, the, the show festival and they do trail rides during the day on this this uh, farm property and and they take people out and stuff. It's it's a big event, and um, it is a lot of classical Jeeps. It's not, you know, in the past, it's not been very much about 
uh, it's not a Daytona DSA team mm-hmm. music and electronic show mm-hmm. by any means. Um, it's, it's our TJ, YJ, CJ, Flat Fender show in J case. Jeep yeah. I'll be, Heritage I'll be, Festival. I'll be Heritage. interested to Heritage. see how many JLs show up to this. Yeah. Yeah. Heritage. It'll be interesting to see how many gladiators are actually at this show. Yeah. Heritage. Heritage. Well, you know, I, I painted you know, a cool 1941 on the side of my Jeep. So therefore I have heritage, right? Right. Yeah. You painted? Right. You painted? I'm just kidding. I'm just, I didn't do it to my Jeep. I'm talking about. For some general. reason, I was, like, I, was hmm. I was thinking to myself, three inch Home Depot roller. Yeah. <laughs> dude, right the, there. 941. I was thinking it. like, you know, show up at your rig at, at, at NorCal rock races and just like paint the number on the side. Right. Yeah. That should be. I wonder if anybody's done that. Like that should be a number. Somebody out there needs to needs to, to be grab the number nineteen forty one for their Jeep. That would be cool. Forty center class, Jesse, nineteen forty one. Yep, <laughs> new idea. <laughs> so one of our one of our customers, uh, his wife got a diesel Gladiator, and uh, he was out there showing it. And she got like she just kept apparently marking boxes. Like she wanted every option, right? Got it all. And one of the options was a decal on the hood mm-hmm. that okay. is all the different grills. Mm-hmm. I've seen like the 1941 thing, but this, I'd never seen that. Like it had like four or five grills on it huh. um, of just, just the heritage of the Jeep. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that was just part of one of the packages or something that you yeah. get. It wasn't like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Just, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's weird. But you know. Oh, so other- after. After yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, keep going um, on Bantam. So, uh, so typically, so, you know, I, I didn't want to make the trip all the way out to just go to Bantam, and um, we're not going to be able to make it to New Jersey this year. So the same folks that put on New Jersey, though, created another event, and uh, they're calling it ADK, and it's the Adirondacks um, Jeep Invasion. Mm-hmm. I don't have any notes in front of me. I'm pulling that <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, but it's it's um, it's a first year event, and I know a lot of people go ah no. And we have always said, you know, typically we we try we we don't necessarily make a, a huge effort to attend a first year event because we don't know how they're going to turn out. But these folks have done a very good job of taking care of us in the past. And New Jersey is such a good show. Um, we're going to head to it's in New York, kind of. I guess they would call that upstate near uh, Lake George. Right. And um, it's at a ranch, thousand acre ranch, uh, wow. something like that. But so they after Bantam, you, yeah, after Bantam, we'll be headed to this ADK invasion. And nice. um, so if people are missing on Bantam or, or are unable to make mm-hmm. it, um, they should go to the upper New York and go to this ADK invasion. Well, I'll take a look at that because it might be interesting to promote it to our Canadian friends who are up in that area, like their first chance to maybe come down and see you guys. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, it would be fun. It would be fun. So we need to, we need to make sure to put that out there. For follow sure. Them, come visit you. So on another news front, um, the Rubicon Trail map and the Fordyce map yes. that Metal Cloak sponsored are live. They went live this yes. last week. Yeah, yeah, it was thanks, pretty thanks cool. to Jake and Cardo Tracks. And, yeah, 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 he did a, and did a great job with them. Um, and uh, you know, I haven't posted it yet, but I will be posting here the uh, Rubicon map that we put into our 
conference room. I think I might've right. mentioned it before, but it was based on their data, like literally got their data, built this thing, made it kind of more heritage style to use that word um, and, uh, and put it up there. But yeah, it's pretty exciting to get that up. That was gosh, almost, almost a year in the works, right? Mm-hmm, when, yeah. he, when he came out here and actually did the work, but for all of our listeners, when you hear Carter tracks, think real map creators. I mean, these are real cartographers and, to do the Rubicon trail map or to do the Fordyce map was not just, Hey, here's the map according to data within it. We're just going to try to put it together and drive through. I mean, he literally took the center line of the Rubicon trail. He went with one of the leaders of the Rubicon trail out here. That's been like, you know, his property out there, John Aaron's and went through the trail so that he was able to identify all these additional waypoints and as a newbie when i was brand new and the first time i was going to the rubicon trail you don't know where these waypoints Mm-mm, are that's People right are talking about thousand dollar rock or cadillac hill or all right. these different things you don't know that's but right. to have have carter tracks set up where it is the exact center line of the trail all the way through but all these waypoints set up including every outhouse that is out there um <laughs> is is fantastic and you can go through and know what walker hill is and I know at this point and that point, all these different spots that you hear about and be able to go through up there and, and, and actually pay attention to it and learn as you're going through. And mm-hmm. if you're not going through, just take the map and start going through it yourself. Right. And see Absolutely. all these different points. It's, it's yep. incredible. So, and I know he, he doesn't have an app yet, or there's like, they're working on their own internal app, but you can download it. What's the name of the app? Do you recall offhand? It's, um, a, uh, is that a Venza, right? Venza. Is yeah. Right? Venza. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you can download that and download the Rubicon Trail. Uh, it's a nominal price for it, but for the amount of work and what you get out of it, it's pretty incredible between that and the Fordyce Trail to be able to have both of those maps. Metal Cloak was proud to be a sponsor of those and to help them get through it. And uh, we're just uh, we're looking forward to actually going out and using them. Heck yeah. Yeah. So uh, what other news is on the front? It seems like there's a lot. Oh, oh you got to talk about the two biggies that happened last week. One of which oh. we were supposed to talk about. The, yeah, like we, got- we, we were going to talk of one of more. We've got some reflection coming in here off of the pool, mm. you know. It's at just the- me. <laughs> <laughs> it's your pool. It's okay. Um, there we. Yeah, I don't know if I made that work. Yeah, that's not. okay. Okay. It looks cool. Um. Yeah. So you have there a was a couple of. You. There was a couple of really big uh, industry things going on. Right. Um. And and the one we we kind of um. I don't know if we expected it or, or kind of knew about it, but uh, the fact that our friends uh, John and Cindy over at SPOD um, were going to have some some new ownership um, is is it's crazy, right? I mean, it, you, it's amazing because I, I hadn't been in touch with them, hadn't heard anything from them about it, um, and but it's it sounds like it's a great deal. And we plan on having him for all of our listeners. We plan on having John on next week um, to just talk about their future and all that stuff. But yeah, John and Cindy would be able to go in and have Best Top come in and uh, and purchase them. And I know uh, I know Best Top is not a bottom feeder. They're not a Transamerica. Um, they're not trying to come in and uh, just they're and just steal away companies at the low point. They actually do good deals. Um, and have done really good deals. The people I've talked to that have that have been acquired by them have enjoyed the experience. So, and let's be straight, it's it's not Best Top doing the acqui- uh, acquisition, right? 
Um, it's it's uh, it's Kinderhook. Um, but Best Top is the head of their off-road products group. So it'll be interesting to see where SPOD goes because now you get the infusion of capital, uh, the infusion of R&D, and a long-term process that can build that that brand uh, well beyond what uh, probably what John even really envisioned it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Best Top's uh, a really good uh, group for us, a big supporter of the CTI tour and whatnot. And, and I haven't had a chance to talk to any of those folks yet. Um, and I, I actually haven't even, uh, the other, the other aspect of, of this, these two things that happened in the industry was our friends at Warren acquiring Fabtech. Right. Um, and I know you guys were, you guys had some relationships and I know Scott Becker had some folks at Fabtech that he, he had spoke with and, and had kept up with over the years. Um, but I haven't even talked to the guys at Warren yet. I've just been, it seems like I've been running too much, but two, those are two huge things that um, I, I just didn't see them coming. No, no. And it was, it was pretty interesting just having them happen so quickly. You know, that we are in the era of acquisition. You know, there's yes. a lot of companies, whether you're, your Daystar Project Products International, or what do they call themselves now? Just DPI, uh, looking for. But they are, unfortunately, uh, they. Uh, Mark even said this: like he's not looking for, um, you know, buying a great company at a fair price. He's looking at buying a fair company at a rock bottom price is what he was shooting for, right? Right. And then building that fair product line into a great product line. But that's where and where DPI is at now. They are kind of focused on that, and we hear all kinds of problems at Daystar these days because many of the people are gone, and new, comp- new DPI and the the and the the v, the money behind them have kind of moved in to make it more of a corporate structure and less of the family oriented company that it was. Um, but they're still, you know, they're still out there, and I don't know what their acquisition rate is right now. But you see Kinderhook obviously building it up, but doing it right, you know, doing it under the guise of a best top handling everything. Same thing with Warren and and. Um, as they start purchasing, um, because you had the acquisition of Factor 55 not too long right. ago. Now Fabtech, um, you know, it, which is a what two thousand products? I think Fabtech has something like two thousand yeah, products. <laughs> what was fascinating to me about that Warren um, press release, though, was how much data was in it. Because right. generally speaking, these of these kind of press releases are not full of that kind of information. They are not containing a bunch of public information. They contain some data, like undisclosed amounts, et cetera, et cetera. But to actually have like full on what the sales rates were for Fabtech, what Fabtech was doing, how much the deal was for, uh, that was just, that was pretty unprecedented from what I've seen. It is. And I, I, you know, and I think I'm, I'm curious as we go forward to see what kind of, I'm already seeing from some very small manufacturers of of, of, of even camping products and things like this, uh, they're having to raise prices just because of not only material costs, but availability and, and things like that. And it's costing more money to bring things in. So I'm curious to see how these acquisitions play in, in if, they, if they start rolling out new things or they start redesigning, redeveloping, um, re-outsourcing or resourcing some of this stuff, It'll be interesting to see what they have to do with the, how their pricing is. I mean, things are getting expensive, silly expensive for things that, um, you know, uh, small companies that have offered free shipping and, and all of that kind of stuff. You're, those free shipping days are going to be gone. And um, 
they're having to build that into their pricing and I, people are going, no, I'm not going to pay that because I can still get it shipped for free from somewhere. Well, these distribution companies like a Transamerica or, or a Quadratech or things like that, it'll be interesting to see how long they can keep playing the, yeah, we'll ship you a pallet of goods for 99 bucks. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it will be interesting to see what, what the changes. We're, we're seeing the pressure every day. Uh, we've had to do some price adjustment. And we are trying to avoid it, but it's going to happen. I mean, for all of all intent and purposes, prices are going to get adjusted because at a certain point, everything's going up, right? We look at little things like, you know, we used to ship we used to ship our skid plates out um, all cased in two by fours. Right. Now, thankfully, in last year, we changed that all to pizza boxes, right? We were able to create these cool boxes that are all you know custom fit for the uh, skid plates. Thank God we did. Right, right. Mm-hmm. two by fours. What is it like? A dollar a foot or three dollar? What is it? I mean, it's just it's gone expensive. up. It's expensive. I know it's expensive. Yeah, you see a load of lumber in the back of somebody's truck. You think you might get your retirement there. You better take off with right. it, right? <laughs> well, that's why I was taking care of that Jeep box that uh, Ricky gave me. Yeah, um, because it's going to be you know hugely valuable. Right, right. Did he sign it for you? No, I should ask him about that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Come on. Yeah. Maybe you get somebody. Yeah. Get somebody. We get somebody from Jeep to say, you know, but know a bunch of Jeep people. You should just take one of those around with you and just have it signed by all the mm-hmm. Jeep people you run into on the road. You should. And just have I that hanging. You know, all, all of my Jeep friends, though, they're all retiring. Then get it now. Like, <laughs> put it in a package and send it out to them. Jim, sign this for me. <laughs> in, in 15 years from now, we'll have the robot sign them. There you go. See, that's what that's that's what we need more robots, <laughs> more robots. or aliens aliens will be willing to work yeah it's all yeah, about the i tell you i'm i'm <laughs> under, i mean things are changing so fast the yeah. fact that we went from hey you can bag your own goods in your in your local grocery store to now there are no checkers. I mean, that happened <laughs> in in within a year. Like, well, we're just going to get rid of everybody now. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you know, there's going to be a point where McDonald's cannot pay anybody eighteen dollars an hour to flip burgers, so they're just going to have it all. It's all going to be mechanized. Right? Remember when we we thought it was crazy? We'd go to a restaurant and pay fifteen dollars for a hamburger, and now, what's well, the going rate? Right, you go to yeah, yeah going out to Wendy's and get yourself a. I just had a foot long uh, sandwich. It was like twelve bucks for just the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, when yet you turn around that roach coat that we have come by every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. They get you know he's still got his fried rice with all this kind of stuff. Three dollars, dude. I'm in all day. Yeah, for sure. Right. <sighs> Well, you know, it's so you guys are off to there. You got you got a big plan. So when do you actually make it back home? And that's just in time for Tillamook, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get back in. Uh, I don't know, twenty um, something. <laughs> two. I think it's two weeks from tomorrow. We should be home. Mm-hmm. And then, and everything's set up for Tillamook. It's all ready to go. Is it? <laughs> sure, <laughs> of course it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. In fact, as soon as this call ends, we we're gonna need to have some conversations. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> of course it is. It'll be. I'm, I've got my Tillamook shirt on. He does. He does have Tillamook. He does. He does. He does have Tillamook. 
Yeah, it's all that's only a month away. Right. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. Amazing. We'll it's get a, on hey, that. the move the, the the year is moving faster. Is it faster well, than 2021 or 2020? I think seems so. I just feels like this year is just going boom like wow. It's the first going. week of June is gone. I'm still waiting for May. Yeah. <laughs> it gone. Yeah. And it's hot. By the way, it's hot. It's hot. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very hot here last week. And now it's it was, we had the breeze. We had the Delta breeze come through and it cooled everything off. Oh, nice. I, I had to wear a vest this morning on my way to work. You know, a little well, I saw vest. today that everybody's posting the temperatures at Moab and they're all out and coming to the mountains. So because nice. the mountain passes are opening up very swiftly. Right yeah, now. The, the San Juan Mountains, um, all the roads that were covered in snow are, are opening. So Quick. nice. They're getting nice. it done. Yeah, that was that late snow covering, right? Oh, it's yeah. still there. <laughs> There's still some snow. It's just, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. walls and a path. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, so what's uh, for this week's Corey rant? Corey's rant. <laughs> so, okay. I just happen to have some thoughts on this. Uh, um, it's not really a rant, and it's kind of more of a tech tip as well. Um, when When... You're allowing others when you, when you need help with something and you allow others to work on your stuff. Um, <laughs> it's it can be very frustrating, especially I mean for for me for Jesse when when you know how you would put something back together and to watch somebody else do that when you're in their shop uh, painfully watching painfully going you know I mean and again when you need the help, you're, you're willing to accept it. But, and these folks were trying, bless his heart, to get the trailer fixed. And, uh, I've never seen somebody put on an axle. The, the, so there's a, when the hub assembly comes off of a trailer, it's got the bearing caps in there and whatnot. And and then there's a, a washer that slides over the the axle stub shaft has a little D mark in it. So the washer slides over that. And then you have a nut that holds that whole assembly on the spindle. I've never seen anybody put that nut on with a impact gun, which (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous and absolutely the wrong way to do it. And you just kind of stand there going, did you just, I'm like, don't, he's like, uh, and he goes to turn the drum on the trailer and it won't budge. And I'm like, well, no, you just jam that nut into the bearings. It's not going to turn. So he, he loosened it up a little bit and it's still, he's like, well, that's a little bit. And I'm just like, I'm just going to fix this later because you kind of get frustrated with it. You appreciate the help and you don't want to tell another mechanic how to do their job yet. It was and I, I'm curious, do our listeners ever go, hey, I'm paying you to do this. And um, I know how to do it. I, but I, I'll just do that myself. <laughs> and so and I guess, you know, for us, it's also it's also rare. Uh, I'm very fortunate that a lot of these shops, um, you know, we're not the customers that wait out in the waiting room and then they bring their trailer around front and they go, hey, you're all fixed up. No, I typically were right back in the garage with them and I'm taking it apart and I'm using their tools and I'm, we're, we're doing the work because we know we got to get out of there. And uh, it, so it was interesting. So, you know, we drove another, we left uh, in the, after we left the shop, we drove about an hour and a half and I pulled over to rest area and took it all back apart again. And 
<laughs> oh no! Because I, I couldn't even touch the the hub it was assembly. So hot. It was. If I'm I'm surprised that the grease in there just wasn't all liquid. Well, um, it kind of well, was. was, but yeah. So oh, no. I guess my rant is, um, you know, we've always heard the horror stories of having others work on your stuff, and there's a point when you need them to help. But how do you, how do you? And I'm a pretty. Um, I don't say a lot. I don't complain a lot, and I don't want to make anybody else mad ever. So I let them do their thing and then I'll go fix it later, which I think is the wrong way to do it. And I think I need to be more upfront and go, look, man, what are you doing? Like loosen that thing up instead of me having to do it again later. Yeah, it's 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 okay. You can be mad at people. You can be aggressive with people, but you can do it with love and kindness. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. uh, Without making them feel like they're two inches tall and, you know, a back country. But you figure that was a big diesel shop. They probably have to do everything with rent. You know, you know it's like. It, it, and I, I say, I, I asked him that a couple of times. I'm like, you're just, you guys are used to, because I, he was trying to put even the, the bearing cup on the outside of the hub. And he just took a big hammer and just beats this aluminum cap to it's almost <laughs> flat before he even put it on. And he was like, well, that's not going to work. And I said, I was going to say something, but guys yeah. don't like girls telling guys. He, he walked away so. and I grabbed it and like reformed it and stuck it on there and put it on by the time he came back and he goes oh you got it yeah i I said it takes a little finesse and and he goes yeah i'm not a finesse kind of guy right yeah you don't work in a shop like that if you're a finesse type of guy no no nice Nice. Uh, Ah, well you know it's the fun parts of being out there the adventures and stories the life that is uh modern jeeper and uh, and Corey and Jesse on the road. If if nothing ever happened, um, if nothing ever went wrong, we would never remember or have stories to tell about it. So that's right, that's right. And if we never did anything wrong, we'd have nothing to uh, share around the campfire a that's year later right. when it was okay and everything had blown over and all the statues of limitations had worn off. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, that's great. Hey, another great episode. I know you guys are on a timeline here because somebody's going to want in the pool area soon. Yeah, they're going to kick us out of the pool. So they're going to come in there and go, "Hey, you guys didn't even swim. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> we didn't even this swim. This is reserved not... for swimmers. That's the COVID pool. That's the COVID pool. That's the nice. That's the COVID pool right there. We're nice. There you go. Yeah, so you can see the truck. And hey, there, there you can see it. You can see it from that angle. That's great. Yeah, truck, but. Trailer, nice. And the Jeep, yeah. see the Jeep, yeah, yeah. nice, cool. Go out there taking pictures of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's okay. We we took the the Dodge over to Subway to get a sandwich, and Doug looks over, and some guy was walking with his friend, mm-hmm. but and they were like he was following him, and as he he was, I guess he was spending too much time looking at the truck because he was looking over the truck and just and his friend stopped and he <laughs> into the back <laughs> of his friend. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome good people all right well hey modern jeepers it's been another great episode of the modern jeeper show and as always please like us and share us and punch that follow button if you're watching us on youtube if you're not watching us on youtube go check us out on youtube but if not leave us a review here on apple podcasts or wherever you like to listen to us we always like the comments we always like to share so let us know what you think and uh we love to hear your thoughts Thoughts. You can reach me at matts at metalclub.com, Corey at metal, blah, 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 blah. 
This is the exercise part. Mattson yeah. at MetalClock.com, Corey at MetalClock.com, Jesse at MetalClock.com. See, I finished my cold brew coffee, so now I'm there way too fast. Just rolling off. Just rolling go. off. And, of course, you can find us on all the social medias and check out Modern Jeeper Adventure for upcoming trips that we will be posting here soon because we have a couple events that will be going live and registration this month. And, of course, ModernJeeper.com and ModernJeeperForum.com. Anything I left out? I think you got it, buddy. Fantastic. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully you can see them out at Bantam and at there the ABK go. event. And, uh, you know, say, and if you see them running down the road, uh, swing by and do your little, hey, and maybe yeah, I'll right. think the tire's wrong. <laughs> Don't give Corey <laughs> yeah. a heart attack. Like, what's going on? That's right. That's right. All right, buddy. Otherwise, my friends, listeners, we'll see you on the trail. Cheers. See ya.